1: Hi fellow football fan, welcome to the Home of Football, a podcast powered by 433. An Instagram post from Boyan Cricket recently captured my attention. The 31-year-old, who came through the ranks at Barca's youth academy, went on to play for Barcelona's first team before representing the likes of AC Milan and Ajax. But recently, he posted a picture of a new tattoo he got in Japan. The tattoo is the Japanese symbol for an expression called ichigo ichie. This cultural concept teaches you to focus on the present without allowing yourself to worry about the past or future. Boyan Krikic got this Japanese symbol tattooed on the back of his left arm, and it made me wonder what does Boyan's life look like in Japan? He's currently plying his trade at Vissel Kobe with former FC Barcelona teammate Andres Iniesta. I didn't necessarily want to ask him about the massive weight of expectations he carried around most of his career. Especially after being hyped up as the new Lionel Messi at Barcelona when he was just a teenager. Boyan has spoken about that before that's water under the bridge. No, I wanted to know about his new life in Japan since he moved to the city of Kobe a little over a year ago. You must feel a very deep connection with the place and the culture if you are tattooing philosophical symbols of it on your body. So I approached Boyan Cricket for this podcast to get to know how he's doing on and off the pitch in Japan. My name is Sam van Raalte, and welcome to the Home of Football. Hello. Hello. How are you?
2: How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you?
1: Oh, good, man. Oh, good. All right, boy, and how was your day today so far?
2: Uh, good, good. Uh, doing the recovery, uh, my knee.
1: Just a few weeks before, Boyan had injured his meniscus playing for Fizzle Kobe. At the time of our interview, he was still recovering after a surgery in Barcelona, before flying back to Japan to return to Kobe. After we discussed his recovery plan, I asked Boyan about his Japanese tattoos. I saw uh, a picture on your Instagram that you actually even have a tattoo now.
2: I have one here on my left and one on my right.
1: Oh wow, you have two. All right. So what's the one on the left say?
2: Ichigo Ichie. Let's see if I can explain in English. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, to be present on on this on the moment that you live. For me, it's have a lot of meanings because uh in the past I used to always uh think or or live uh you know in and what happened before or what, what's gonna happen. So uh, through the years, I learned that uh, the life, it goes so quick that you cannot control what's going to happen and that many, many things that it's happening in the moment, we don't realize, you know. So, for example, this interview or this moment that we, have, that we are now, it's to be here, you know. It's not that to what's what I'm going to do after this or what you're going to do after this, you know, even if the situation is not the best situation or, you know, like, the most comfortable uh, situation. You have to be present, you have to live, you have to take all the positive vibes that do, that you can take.
1: Mm, that's interesting. So it's all about being in the present. Exactly. Mm. So Ichigo ichi am I, am I pronouncing that right? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I looked it up a little bit because I saw it on your Instagram that you posted about this uh, this tattoo. So so it really seems like you've indulged in the Japanese culture when you when you moved over there. So, what what's something you know that attracted you to the Japanese culture, and uh, what made you you know take a deep dive and not just be there as a football player, but also you know investigate the culture a little bit?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a culture or or a country that uh, that I was uh, very interested to visit. You know, thanks to to football, I have uh, this opportunity to be there to play football, to be competitive as a footballer, and also to know you know like. Uh, the culture of the japanese uh, people and you know i'm still discovering many things you know like uh, even when i have one day off i'm trying to visit the closest uh, things that i can do to introduce myself in the, in the japanese uh, community and uh yeah there are many things you know that that, that you can learn from there um, it's like Japan is another world. Uh, the Japanese culture is completely different. Uh, but, you know, it's also, like, uh, curious and it's also, you know, like, uh, for me, I can take many things that, that you can, you know, introduce in, in in your life. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. What's the other tattoo on your right arm, say?
2: Uh, this tattoo, mean means uh, wabi-sabi. Wabi-sabi, it's, uh, it's more... Complicated, you know. It's a meaning that um, you can use in in many things. But I can describe as a the beauty of the imperfection. To accept that the life is not forever. To accept that the life is not, you know, like it's not perfect. And there are many many things that you can take from the from a broken glass. You can repair this glass. It can be you know also nice. Or a bad situation. You can see that the good part of this situation. You know, like. There are many things that you can apply this meaning.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's also very beautiful. A lot of wisdom in the Japanese culture, uh, I presume. Yeah. So I saw that actually today it's almost exactly a year ago that you, it became official that you were moving to, to Japan. I think at that point you were a free agent for a little while. Of course, you must have had many options uh, to go to various countries. Uh, how did you come to the decision to go to Japan?
2: In 2020, I was in Canada, living in Canada. I was playing in the MLS and I decided uh, to not uh, continue there because of the pandemic situation. Uh, The country was closed. I was uh, living alone there. So it was one of the best years as an experience, but also was, you know, a big challenge. So so then, like you said, um, when we finished the season there, I decided, you know, like to take, my time to decide, uh, I had uh, uh, different different options, different opportunities uh, of different clubs, you know, but you know, I wasn't convinced to, to accept it. And Japan it was one of the countries that uh, I was, you know, like um, open, you know, to to go uh, because of the culture, because of the country. And then especially Biesel kobe because, Andres Iniesta is there. He's one of that guys that I had the privilege to play with him and uh, and uh, to be with him, you know. So it's a special guy, and uh, you know, and I, and I said if I have the opportunity to go in Japan and to play for Biso Kobe, it's gonna be, you know, like uh, one big uh, step in my in my life, my life and my uh, professional uh, career. So that opportunity came, yeah, like you said, one year ago. I wake up one morning, you know, and I had one message, uh, and you know, I was like very surprised. You know? first I was like a little bit in shock because it, you know, like it was one option that I really wanted to go, and you know, that opportunity came came through. So, so yeah, in the beginning was whoa. Well, I came from from one part of the world you know living alone and now i'm going to go to the other side of the world to live alone you know in a in a completely different culture you know so so it was one big uh, challenge uh, but you know i decided to accept of course because i was really curious and i, I was convinced that that option was the best option in, in that moment so yeah uh, really happy
1: yeah and then you, you make the move, right? You take a flight and you arrive in Japan, in, in Kobe, the city. You would start to live from that point on. What was it like when you arrived and you're suddenly in this vastly different culture and uh, you have to adapt to that new climate, you know, apart from the football, just, just the new culture?
2: As soon as I arrived in the country, I had to do 15 days quarantine one auto, in one room, small room, Japanese size. <laughs> so it was... So it, was, so it was another big challenge you know but in that room I start to to discover or to read about Ichigo Ichie, you know and I applied to to myself in that moment and I and I had really interesting two weeks on the personal side. Wow. Yes, because the room was so small. I had only the bed and not much to do. I was there like 16 days in total.
1: So I'm sorry. So you started to read about the Japanese culture already then at that moment. That's interesting.
2: So in the flight, when I was traveling and then in the room, you know, and yeah, it's like 16 days. It's, it's long, (laughs) long days, but you know, it was, was nice experience. If I have to decide now, I will not do it again. But but uh, you know, in that moment was the you know the thing that you had to do when I went to Japan. So I take uh, I took really positive things from from that two weeks. And then af- after that, when I when I um, start living in Japan, like you said, you know, the first day in in the dressing room uh, with my teammates in the city, you know, it's like wow, this is different. This is different world. It's different people. But you know, I was so ambitious so you know so happy to be there i uh, was opening my arms and like starting receiving all the you know like all the vibes
1: so then you arrived at the club of course your old friend andres Iniesta was already uh, was already there what was it like uh, your reception at the club meeting your teammates getting on the pitch again that first feeling when you arrived at Fissel kobe what was it like
2: yes um it was good. It was good. Uh, so many emotions, you know, uh, to be with Andres again. Many, many emotions. The first days, you know, like completely different than the other clubs, you know, than the other, you know, like teammates. So every day was, you know, like I was convinced that I that I did the good uh, the good choice. Yeah,
1: it was the right decision uh, to go there. Yeah, I I could see from your social media posts as well, it looked like you were just having a blast, like you were having such a good time from the very beginning. I also saw that Fizzle Kobe has a pretty serious fan base as well, with like fanatic fans, with flags and everything. What's your relationship with the fan base like and how did you like them?
2: Yeah, they are very respectful people. I think they start uh, singing songs in the stadium like one week ago or something like this, because all year they they couldn't even you know like say a word they they can only you know like uh yeah because of the pandemic situation
1: oh wow they they couldn't uh, sing they only were allowed to clap oh wow
2: exactly so and because they they are very you know like disciplined yeah. people you know they didn't sing so i'm also you know like curious to go back there in japan and uh, to play a game like a normal game you know with the fans you know singing and And feeling of the support.
1: That's interesting. That the that because of the discipline, they were they were able to you know keep up with that. Because I think if you would ask fan bases in Europe to, if you would say you can go to the stadium but you cannot sing, they would just start to sing and stuff. You know, that's very different mentality. Yeah, Uh,
2: very different. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what else did you pick up that's very different in Japan? Of course, the food is very different, sushi and everything. Uh, what, what else did you did you like or did you think, huh, that's very different than what we were used to in, in Europe?
2: I think everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think everything, you know, like um, as a social life, we are like uh, more passionate, we are like more open mind and they, they have like... Um, it's like with too much respect, you know.
1: Mm, hierarchies,
2: yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, so that's for me one of the biggest, one of the biggest, you know, difference with the with the culture and with the. It's very difficult to have like a social relation with a with a Japanese Japanese uh, people.
1: Ah, interesting. Interesting. All right. And on the pitch, what's the style of football? How would you describe it and the level compared to the other leagues you've played
2: in? It's one of the best competitive leagues that, I, that I've that been so far. Uh, I mean, it's very intense. They are very, very intense uh, with the ball, without the ball. The Japanese players, they were always uh, good as a technique, uh, technique players. But you know, they can run a lot with with high intensity, and um, and then yeah, of course, Japan is too far and from here. You know, we can we can follow the league also because of the different different time, but. Uh, But it's the best league in Asia. As soon as I arrived there, I I was very surprised. There are not an easy league. Also MLS, that was the league before I went in Japan. MLS is growing. MLS is being every year more competitive. And Japan is the same. Japan, you have like very interesting players. Everyone can beat everyone.
1: Yeah, cool, cool, and we we already mentioned him before a little bit. Uh, Iniesta, your old friend, you reconnected with him here. What's your relationship like, your friendship, both on and off the pitch?
2: Uh, with Andres, right now is it's a very very special uh, person for me. Um, you know, I feel that I'm a privilege to to be to be with him again. Uh, he's still 30 years old and uh, you can learn from him a lot of things uh, still with uh, the the player who is more angry when we lose is uh, the player who enjoy more every day the training sessions you know like um, so yeah I'm very happy to be to be with him again and to to have time on.
0: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm
1: off the pitch. Yeah. What do you guys do when you have time to get her off the pitch? You just go grab some sushi or what's your life like then in Japan? <laughs>
2: uh, he's with his family, you know. I'm there alone, but... Uh... But there are some days that we enjoy all together, some uh, dinner, some lunch, depends, you know. But yeah, you know, they they are very, Andres and his family, very, very nice people. Uh, Also the people, the Spanish people who live there, you know, all of them, we create a nice, you know, second family there. We enjoy, we enjoy the sushi, we enjoy the the experience uh, in Japan.
1: So, so last season you came in halfway through the season and you started to play more and more and then you picked up, I think it was a hamstring injury, you returned to Spain to, to recover. How do you look back at, at, the, at your first season in Japan?
2: Yeah, short, short, short season. But the good thing is, you know, like after a long time I signed for, for a club. Right now you can see the football, it's, um, it's changing. There are many, many good footballers without a, a, a club. You know, so I gave a lot of value to sign for Bisongoku in Japan, and then after a long time without being competitive, you know, I start playing again. I start feeling, you know, I score one goal. I start feeling a footballer, and then you know, like when I when I was, you know, start feeling play footballer again. I had the injury, injury uh, that took me three months to to recover. I played there very very uh, short time but you know injuries are part of football so you have to to take them as a as a challenge and as a uh, challenge to to come back strong
1: so and and this season like you said before the team is fighting against relegation uh, in the competition very different than uh, than last season how do you look at this season so far
2: yeah this season it's been I don't know, very strange. You know, we built a team. We finished third last season. We built a team to try to win the league. Uh, we are playing the Champions League, the Asia Champions League. So, but, uh, you know, even in pre-season, we didn't have uh, good feelings. Then the league starts, we start losing. And then the team was, you know, in the bottom of, of the league. So that's the dynamics of the football, you know, many wrong decisions that we took as a, as a team. and uh, And yeah, You know, like uh, we are trying, we are fighting to to not relegate because we have, you know, like uh, good players, we have a good team. And uh, and it's going to be, you know, like uh, still have uh, three months to go and uh, it's going to be, yeah, a fight every game.
1: Yeah. You mean three months for your uh, recovery, right? Yeah, I think
2: I'm going to do shorter. Yeah, I have uh, good feelings even the doctor said you know like uh, normally when they say how long you have to do it's you know they go longer you know but uh but everybody reacts different uh it's step by step still two weeks and a half but uh you know i believe that i can be there um, earlier than we expect and uh to be ready for to help the thing in the last part of the season so
1: uh, I also saw that during the pandemic, maybe it was when you were a free agent, maybe somewhere in between, but you also started a sports management uh, course at the Johan Cruyff Institute and you uh, got your degree as well. Can you tell me why you decided to do that and what it means to you to have achieved that now?
2: Yeah, I decided to do it when the pandemic starts. Uh, I was in Canada and it was something that I had it in, man, in mind. So in that moment I said, uh, okay, now it's the time. Uh, it's the time to do it, and uh, I prepare myself because you never know when when it's gonna come the day that uh, that you decide to, to not play football anymore, and uh, and before you take that decision, you you have to be ready for the next step. You you cannot decide to stop playing football, and after that. Oh, what I'm doing now, you know, then it's late. Like, I'm like, uh, curious right now, you know, to start feeling uh, different things, different, uh, yeah, parts of the, of the football and, uh, and yeah, to learn and to, to understand how it works because when the dates come, then I'm going to be ready, you know.
1: Yeah. I saw in one of your Instagram posts, you wrote, um, to achieve your professional ambitions, the human element is the most important part. I was curious, triggered by that. What did you mean by that? What's the deeper thought behind this uh, statement?
2: That's, that's one of the things that I'm curious to do to manage the management of, uh, of the clubs, you know, because I had this experience We the footballers, uh, everyone but i i am talking about the footballers we are humans okay and uh and we don't get the treatment as a as a humans we get the treatment as a as a footballer you know and uh, to have a success in your life you have to be you have to be to feel great as a person uh with your teammates uh with the people you know with your family with your friends and then you can get the best of it yes so yeah, um, I think I believe that uh, that um, if you manage the human part of one team, you have more chance to get uh, to get the success. We understand that not everybody can play in 90 minutes. Not everybody is the best player in the in the team. But uh, you know, like uh, uh, I learned in my career that uh, the success is not to win. It's not just to win the trophies, you know. It's uh, all the challenges that you have, uh, how you how you manage them, how you grow in the difficulties, uh, all the experience that you that you have in your career as a footballer, as a person. You know, that's the things that when you finish the career, it's gonna it's gonna remind you know. Um, yeah, and then to to win a title, to have this kind of success, you know, it's not only to win the games is how, how you work, how you, you get to the final with the 25 players plus all the stuff, you know, that everyone's really, that everyone really wants to win the title, you know, because, you know, they, they feel it with the, with the heart. So that's, mm. that's difficult, but for me, it's the, it's the most important part.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. So it's also, it's personal, but it's also about the more, the process that that should be okay instead of just the, the end goal. Exactly, exactly. It's interesting. I um, interviewed Mario Götze a while back and he said the same thing. Like everyone's always talking to him about, you know, the World Cup final and when he scored that goal. But he said, it's always about the process you're in and not just about, you know, this, this one thing that you're working towards. I think that's interesting. When you were talking to uh, the kids in uh, at La Masia, I saw you also did a talk for new upcoming talents. Is this something you also talked about with them?
2: Yes, and I also it's also something that I you know that I would like to do uh, to be with the with the young players because especially for example in La Masia you know uh, there are some players. I remember when I was talking with them, one one of the one of the guys was. Uh, 11 years old, and he was um, from Cadiz. Cadiz is like uh, in Andalusia, south of Spain. And he was living in London, away from his family, from his friends. And uh, this person, you have to be really close with him. Uh, La Magia is one of the best places to be because they take care of you, the first, as a human. But that's, that's the most important part because... Ninety percent of the of that players they will not play in first division, or eighty percent of the players they will not play in first division. And you need to prepare them, not just to be a footballer. So you need to prepare them to be ready for wherever to be a footballer for the first team of Barcelona, to be a footballer to for the another first team in 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 whatever country, or to be in the supermarket. Yeah. Because that that's happened, yeah. You know, to be to be involved in that process, I think it's um, it's better than to win or to lose a game.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. So I wanted to ask my final question, and I think it's in line with what we're already talking about, like. You are 31 years old now. I'm 31 myself as well, and that's an interesting age because your your 20s have just ended, and you're, you know, starting to become a little bit. I'm starting to become a little bit mature. I think sometimes. <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a little bit you start to get a little bit of the gist of life, you know, what, it, what it's about. So uh, your career uh, has been all over the globe now. started off in Europe, various countries, the United States, Canada, and now uh, in Japan, Asia. So you have a lot of experiences, a lot of good things, maybe some uh, things that didn't go according to plan, but then you learn a lot from those experiences. So, so when you think about life, you know, and, and the goals you are setting for yourself, what do you think is the most important uh, what do you think it's all about
2: yeah it's all about uh for me it's uh i feel so proud to myself you know like uh when i was young you know you dream to play football maybe you dream to win trophies maybe wherever your imagination goes, you know but uh as soon as you start you know, uh, play as a professional. There are many, many ways to have success. You can have a success winning the most titles in the world. You can have success winning the money, the money that you want. Um, you can have success, success playing in the same, in the same club in your career, mm-hmm. whatever success is, you know. And I understand that the people say to me, "Boyan didn't have a success, you know. As a footballer, and then when I when I'm hearing these these comments, you know, yeah, probably I scored 41 goals in Barcelona in the first team. Yeah, probably I could score 80, double, and I could play it not four years, eight years, but you know, through the years, through the all the experience that I had, all the challenges that I had, all the the teams that I played. I had many, many learning. I learned a lot. And I I never fell down. I always stand up. And, you know, like, uh, I can speak different language. I played in big clubs. I played in the best leagues in Europe. I played uh, in different continents. I know many people around the world thanks to football. I score goals. I give assists. I win trophies. I mean, yeah, of course, you know, like, it can be better, always can be better, you know, but, uh, but the day when I, when I finish my career, I don't want to think about the titles. I don't want to think about, uh, money. I'm going to think about all this experience, you know, and I don't have, a uh, challenge that, that, uh, falls me down, you know, all the difficulties that I had, I always, you know, like turn it around. Always. Yes. and I always you know like found a solution to to yeah to to you know to to overcome to overcome yeah and uh yeah and in my personality when I start playing you know i was i wasn't ready for all these things and now I'm ready for these things and many more you know so so this is one is one of the biggest uh, success that uh, that uh that I feel
1: proud I think the feeling that you're ready for anything now that's the that's the biggest achievement you can have right yeah so exactly I think that's uh, that's very well put man very beautiful and uh, I want to thank you for, for taking the time for, for this interview I hope you recover very soon and that you'll be able to keep this with in the league and yeah, thank, um, you so. thank you very much for your time Boyan.
2: thank you Sam thank you it's been thank you yeah for me
1: too Have a good day For the rest of the day Thanks again And uh, talk to you uh,
2: Soon hopefully <laughs> Okay perfect Thank you Take care
1: I really felt That final answer From Boyan. Boyan cricket Traveled the world As a football player He broke through In a team That can be considered The greatest Barcelona team In history And then went on To play for AS Roma AC Milan Ajax Stoke City Mainz Alaves And Montreal Impact And now at 31 years old, he seems to have found his peace in Kobe, Japan, where he became familiar with the Ichigo Ichie concept. Boyan found peace by focusing on the present, without worrying about the past or future. Follow this podcast in your favorite podcast app to never miss an episode. And if you want to show your support, simply share our podcast or give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That actually really helps us to get the word out. All right, my name is Sam Verrate. Thank you for listening once again and on to the next story in the home of football.
0: Hi
2: guys, Frankie here. I just filmed the podcast with 433. I'm Ria Ferdinand. I'm Mario Götze. My name is Clarence Cedar. Hi, I'm Cyril Chetri. I just finished my podcast with 433. Yo, yeah, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Adi Biowacking a.k.a. Mr. Beast Mode. And I just finished the podcast with 433.
0: Hi, 433 fans. It's Don Robbie in the building, right? And we are here for a great podcast. I want you to check it out. Hi,
2: 433. I am Fabrizio Romano. Check out my story on the podcast. It was a great pleasure.